Thank you, Bella. Appreciate it. As always, welcome back to another edition of the Soccer Specialist Podcast. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about winning and why winning is important. I know there's a lot of discussion, and I've talked about them in previous podcast episodes as well, about winning versus development and so forth. This is always that ongoing debate. It's a fascinating debate. Um, it can be frustrating at times too. One, because I think it's a little more complicated than its development at the early ages and not worrying about winning as, at all. Uh, I think that there's a little more to it than that. There was a post in a Facebook group uh, the other day that was asking for examples of losses and or failures that players uh, came across as individual players as well and what they were able to learn from that and help them develop and become better players, which I think is fantastic. It's so important. That's one of the um, good things, I guess you could say, about losing is when you lose, you're more likely to be aware of the mistakes you've made and you want to fix them when you win and you make mistakes. You don't you don't think about those mistakes. You don't pay attention to them at all, but you do when you lose. So uh, Sam Lofton, a WPSL player, she had a really interesting comment in response to the post to which I wanted to uh, respond as well. And I decided to, to kind of do it as a podcast instead, which I had mentioned to Sam. So, and I wanted to quote a lot of what she said in her response. I thought it was pretty interesting. Now she's responding to the part, there's part of the original post and I quote, it says, the wins and losses only matter to coaches who don't understand player development and parents. And Sam's response to that was, I had a fascinating conversation with my current WPSL coach the other day. He was talking about Liverpool psychologists and he was saying that results 100% matter, that not focusing on results and not placing emphasis on the importance of winning each game subconsciously leads kids to a lower self-efficacy. And in the long run, this can lower confidence because they simply don't believe they have control over the results. Basically, he was saying Liverpool has a standard of be great and win every game so that the players take responsibility of the result from a young age, therefore showing them that they have control over their impact and subsequently the results. I thought it was a fascinating perspective. Sounds terribly hard to be a coach and know what the correct approach is because I imagine this Liverpool approach would be detrimental to some and maybe can only be implemented because they have the culture and club name on their side. End quote. That's all Sam. Okay. So me again, in, in response to that sort of uh, gave me the idea of this, this podcast and something I wanted to talk about for a while, I think is really interesting and just not sure I have it down in a way that I can clearly explain and hopefully benefit you, but we're going to give it a shot. So I thought it was really interesting, especially the last part where Sam talks about the difficulty of being a coach. And how Liverpool's approach might even be detrimental to some. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, first, I found it interesting in that from everything I know about big clubs without actually being on the inside of these big academies is that they they say, at least other than the first team, that they don't care about results at all. They care about developing players for the first team, which kind of contradicts the, the Liverpool psychologist. But I guess that's a whole another topic. Um, one thing I don't agree with in that is having is having control over the results. I don't think you truly do have control 
over the results. I guess you could say it's a little bit of semantics, but I don't believe you have complete control over results. I think you have control over what you can control, right? Your decision making in soccer, uh, your soccer uh, IQ, your decision making, uh, things like checking your shoulder or anticipation, vision, awareness, you know, knowing what you're going to do with the ball before you get the ball, being in the correct position, things like that. And that the more you do those things you can control well, obviously the more influence you do have on the results, the more likely you're going to get a positive outcome in the match. I think we've all seen in the unique sport of soccer that you can completely dominate a game and lose. Okay. Uh, there's no, no doubt about that. I, I was talking with someone the other day in, in terms of those types of games uh, about a game that they played really well and got a tie. And, and I remember a game the last league season we had, which would have been spring of 2019. While uh, we played a game where we literally outshot the other team 34 to one. Okay. The, the ball was in almost in our offensive third, almost the entire game. We had, we had eight or nine clean breakaways. And I mean, ball and keeper, that was it. We're behind the defense. Uh, we won the game one nothing on, on an impressive volley off a corner kick. You know, it, it should have been a nine nothing laugher, but that's that's the sport sometimes. Anyway, I kind of digressed a little bit. <laughs> so, what about a focus on winning? The current movement now it's gaining steam is is how bad it is to focus on winning. Maybe not bad, but that we shouldn't be focusing on. And I disagree and i know i know you hear me talk about the focus being on development and how important that is and we shouldn't focus on winning and so have i changed my opinion not really okay that's and that's what i mean about it getting complicated so first let's talk about this this idea of development versus winning and what at least what i mean about that in that it's about how you win or don't win at younger ages it's not just winning or development i guess it's playing the right way Versus playing ways that allow you to win now that are not going to help your players develop into good soccer players when they're older. Okay, such as I think the the biggest example of this is, you know, the kick and chase game. You have that one really, really fast player. They might not be that skilled, but they're light years ahead in terms of their speed development and, and athletic maturity compared to all the other players. And so what you do is basically all your other players are just kicking the ball up, up the field. Um, and I'm not even talking about playing direct and, and using long passes. That's a whole different thing, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm talking about players just kicking it downfield, blasting the ball, and hoping that player is going to get on get onto it and just outrace everybody. Right? That doesn't help any of your players. So winning in that case isn't really doing much for you. Not to mention learning from mistakes, which, as I mentioned, already happens more when you lose. Right? When kids win, they don't think about the mistakes they made when they lose. They definitely do. So... One more quote for you. I know I read a long one, but this one from John Wooden, and it kind of goes goes into this with this a little bit. He says, when you improve a little each day, eventually big things occur. When you improve conditioning a little each day, eventually you have a big improvement in conditioning. Not tomorrow, not the next day, but eventually a big gain is made. Don't look for the big, quick improvement. Seek small improvements one day at a time. That's the only way it happens, and when it happens, it lasts end quote great quote in terms of players putting in the effort putting in the consistency in their training to get better over time and so focusing on the immediacy of winning say some u10 tournament game in a way that is detrimental to long-term success as i mentioned is probably not a good idea it's not helpful to everyone uh that being said 
just as you need to know how to lose and deal with it and what you can take from it to become better, you also need to know how to win and what that requires because it's different. Winning is not easy. Maybe at young young ages sometimes it is when you have mismatches, but as you get older and, and it's all the good competitive dedicated players are left, it, it, it's not an easy thing. And if you follow sports at all, you've heard the discussions about certain talented teams. Usually they're young. The certain talented teams that go through struggles at first, even even though they're very talented and you're expecting them to win, but they go through struggles at first. And people talk about how they have to learn how to win before they take that next step. You know, whether it's simply from being a really bad team record-wise to a, a winning record or a deep run in the playoffs or a championship, right? You hear about those teams that they weren't that good, then they have a great season, they, they have an early exit in the playoffs, and then maybe the next year they get to the championship, but they lose even though they're probably the more talented team. And they learn from that. They learn from those struggles. And then they go on and win the championship. So you have to learn how to approach your training with the team and at home because winning doesn't just happen against good competition. You have to learn how to be mentally ready on game days to perform at your highest level. Uh, you have to be able to dig deep Right when things aren't going well, to get your head up, to respond appropriately, not get your head down and start going through the motions because, oh man, it's not our day. We're not going to win this game. This other team's too good. Stop that nonsense. Right? You got to dig deep when things aren't going well. Take a deep breath. Think about what you need to do to get back into it. To do, you got to learn to be able to do the right things under high pressure in the last few minutes of a game to come back or maybe to preserve a lead. And so developing a, that winning mentality. It is important on the pitch for your individual development, for your team's development. It's also important in life. Winners approach things differently than other people do. See Ronaldo, Jordan, Kobe, Lloyd. Think about what you know about them as athletes and, and, and players and the reputation they have for everything that they put into what they do to become the best at it. And winning matters to them. I will say they probably hate to lose more than they love to win, but winning absolutely matters. So yes, I believe winning is definitely important. It may, maybe even more important though is the will to win, that desire to win. As I've told my players all the time, especially when they're younger, we have conversations about winning and losing that you don't have to win every game, right? You're not going to win every game. That's just not going to happen. But when you go out and play, you have to want to win every game. If you don't, you're not going to dig deep. You're not going to respond well to adversity and obstacles. When things aren't going well, you're going to shut down. You're going to give up for that game. You're not going to take things to another level when a bad call puts you down one nothing early or late in a game. Players who don't want to win or don't really, maybe I shouldn't even say don't want to win, but don't really care whether they win or not, they lack the intensity. They lack the effort. They give up easily when things aren't going well. They don't do the things, especially the little things that they need to do to win because it's not important to them. And that is a problem as an athlete. That's a problem in life. There, there's definitely a balance. You know, as Sam mentioned in her quote about the difficulty of being a, a coach because not all your athletes are different. And I've talked about that before about how as a coach you have to really learn who your players are and understand them as people so that you can help them because they're not always going to respond to the same things. But there's definitely a balance. And personally, I hated losing as an athlete. I mean, I hated losing. And I do tell my players, even young, 
in a good conversation. This isn't a pressurized conversation. Don't freak out. I tell my players that losing should bother them. It really should. And that it's okay to be upset or to be down or annoyed after a loss. But it shouldn't destroy you, right? Go home, wallow for a bit, and then enjoy the rest of your weekend and come back Monday ready to become a better player. We'll go over the mistakes that we made that could have maybe prevented the loss, the things we need to work on, and then we'll go back to having fun and becoming better players. Now, I want to look at winning from a different perspective that I think is an important piece of this, and we something we don't really talk about enough, is that all too often adults, coaches, and parents, we imprint our young players that how they perform athletically, whether they play well or they play poorly, whether they win or they lose, is somehow directly related to their value as a human being and how we treat them and see them. Uh, for example, that U10 tournament that I mentioned earlier. All right, I think we've all heard about the coach that screaming at his players for not winning, that they're losers and they're terrible and they can't do this and they're no good at that and all that stuff. Or the parents who do it on the car ride home, right? How many conversations have we had? How many times have I talked about this, about the, the dreaded car ride home for young athletes? This is a major problem. Way too many young athletes believe they are failures as people if they lose a game, that they don't matter as people if they play poorly. And that's because of how the adults treat them for those wins and losses, for those poor performances. Coaches, parents, it's what we do. It's the message we convey. This is where you get the yelling and the berating from coaches and the insults and parents too because of a loss or a string of losses. Right? That's where you get the cliche that I mentioned, just mentioned a minute ago, the dreaded car ride home after a loss or just a poor individual performance. This is a horrible thing that we do to young athletes. It destroys not only their confidence, but their self-worth as people. They don't play with the freedom, the joy, the creativity, because they're terrified to make a mistake because of how teammates, parents, and coaches will view them as a person. They equate their value with winning or losing. And that that's just not that's not good. That's not going to get it done, right? So players understand this. Your value as a human being and even as an athlete is not your result on the pitch, win or lose, play well or not. Parents and coaches understand this. You got to stop letting kids think their value as people to you is based on whether they win or not. There are many good lessons to be learned from losing, just as many to be learned from winning. Over your career, you're going to have plenty of opportunity to learn from both. Embrace that. Want to win. Go out to win. When winning matters to you, that's when you set goals. You create plans. You do the extra training that separates you from the pack. You are mentally focused and engaged in that training. So you, as John Wooden said, are going to improve a little bit every single day. And then that's going to be a big improvement over time. When you don't care if you lose, you don't care if you win, you don't do any of those things. And eventually, that natural talent is all that you have and other players are going to catch up to you. But when you combine loving to play the game because it's fun and the desire to win, or more likely hating to lose, that's when something magical can happen over time. So look, players should be motivated to improve. But that doesn't mean you can't talk to them about the importance of winning as well it's all in how you convey the message. Now, I was going to go into some other things, uh, 
kind of related to this, like participation trophies and somehow competition and competitiveness being turned into negative traits. But this has already been a lot longer than I thought it would. I'm going to go into that in another time, maybe do another episode specifically on that. So look, go out there, put in the effort, do everything you can to win. And if you don't, let it bother you a bit and learn from it. Go train, get better, get the team the next time, right? Winning matters. It does. But winning or losing as an athlete isn't who you are as as a person. It's important to understand that as well. Uh, Once again, I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. If you don't have a copy of Dominate Game Day, go out and grab it on Amazon, paperback, or Kindle. Impact Soccer Performance is ready. It will launch shortly, and it'll be out there and ready for you to grab, and I'll have that information. I'll let you know in another podcast. I'll let you know in the uh, Facebook group and so on. Again, once again, thank you for listening. Bella, I appreciate you as always, and I will talk to you later. Uh